Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. State of the Suns, driven by Sonic Drive-In. Mmm, Sonic. Burns and Gambo take you inside the Suns front office and talk with a key decision maker. Most weeks, that key decision maker is James Jones, president of basketball operations and the general manager of the Phoenix Suns, and he joins us for his weekly visit here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Good afternoon, James. How you doing today? I'm good. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Man, it feels like we've been waiting for this forever. It's been three weeks since you made the blockbuster trade for Kevin Durant. We were just talking about this earlier. Mikael Bridges has already played in six games, but we've been talking about Kevin Durant since the summer when the rumors came up that the Suns could possibly trade for him. So what's it like for you to finally have him on the court tonight playing a basketball game? Um, it's going to be fun. It's exciting for the team. I know everyone from the coach to the players, uh, KD most uh, most of all, uh, they've just, just been itching to see you know see him out there with the squad and, and see how he plays. And I think it allows us to settle out of our rotation and, and start to build towards uh, the playoffs because we only have like 20 games left. And, and with 20 games, you want to definitely try to find a rhythm as soon as possible. Yeah, he's been out for a while with the MCL sprain. That's a knee injury, so he has missed a lot of basketball games. I know there is a a limit that, that you and Monty have discussed on how much he will play tonight. Let me just go over that from your perspective. What do you, what do you feel is, is an ample amount of time that Kevin will be on the court for tonight's game? Uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to you know, broadcast what we plan to do with him from a minute's perspective, but uh, we do know um, it'll be an opportunity for him to ramp up. You know, we just don't have the opportunity to practice. Uh, we had two days off, so we did get a chance to get into the gym and, and get up and down a little bit. But um, nothing can simulate game minutes. So we're gonna we're gonna like uh, go in with a plan and uh, and and adjust accordingly. There's always going to be sort of an adjustment period, a feeling out process. Everybody kind of getting used to each other. Do you expect, given how veteran these guys are and how long they've all been around and how smart they are, that it will be fairly minimal in terms of how much time it will take for them to all get used to each other? No, I wouldn't say that. I, I never try to, to forecast how long it'll take, um, especially when you're talking about players uh, of Kevin's magnitude. Um, it, there's an adjustment period for sure, but I think um, what you'll see, where there won't be an adjustment is at the end of games. You know, at the end of games, if if the games are close, um, you know, if if we're in those situations where you know we need someone to take a shot. I think you'll you'll be pretty confident knowing it'll be either Devin or or Kevin, and that's that's, that's not something we've had in the past. Um, it, it's really been uh, Devin uh, pretty heavily. James Jones, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show here on Arizona Sports. The game starts at five o'clock tonight. In terms of the bench and how things shake out, do you feel confident in the level of insurance that you have across all positions and the ability to go deep if you have to? I know you don't want to go too deep, but you've got a lot of guys who could play for if you had to. What's your confidence level and what you've got among your reserves? No, I mean we we like the group. I think we've we've added um, a lot of size, something that we were lacking earlier, and uh, some athleticism, as well as you know in game experience. Um, it's it's been good to see you know the versatility of our group with our wings and our forwards, um, and it allows us you know KD allows us to play really really big and and play some big defensive guys on the perimeter. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm excited about what we can do. Uh, offensively, I know we'll be fine. Defensively, I think uh, we have a chance to, to, to be special. James, players that are, are waived after March 1st are not eligible to play in that season's playoffs. Is it safe to assume that your roster is set now and that you won't be having any more additions? 
Possibly. Um, you know, I never say never. I just, you know, the season, how the season unfolds, uh, we don't know. Um, but as of right now, the group we have is the group we have. Let's talk about the and, and whether a decision's been made on on the fifth starter. You've got two, you know, two players. Akogi has been fantastic for you. I and mean, what a great find! And and you know what Tory can bring to the table. Do you feel that it's something that we you'll mix and match depending on the matchup, or is it possible one of those guys can win the job outright in these final twenty games? Uh, that, that's a money question. I think the way this group is is built, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if we did go uh, situational. Um, that, that's never a bad thing when you have the ability to play situational basketball. Um, I think you know Josh has been tremendous over the last uh, few few games. He's had a, a great stretch. Tory's filled in and been been pretty good in, in a lot of stretches. Um, but then we have other guys on the bench, T. Ross. Um, so it's we we have options. You know, you know uh, T. J. could be a possibility. Uh, Damian. Uh, so I just I just like where we are as far as having the versatility to be able to, to match up with teams based on matchups if that's the way we go. The the emphasis with Josh is always going to be his defense. It's why you acquired him. It's what he's so good at. Do you need him to be this great offensively for him to earn that spot, or is the key to him the defense and how he plays it so he can at least somewhat replace what Mikel was doing out there? I know. I mean, I, I, we just need him to continue to play extremely well on both ends for us to be great. Um, I, I know we talk about the fifth starter. That's a, a great topic of discussion. Uh, but for us, we're, we, we continue to talk about the team and guys adding value and, and contributing to the team. And so um, an individual performance for him on the offense and defensive end could be a starting role, but it also could be um, something that if he were on the bench for us, that gives us a tremendous boost when you have a guy that can defend and score. So, um, we just need him to continue to play good basketball and, and continue to make the decisions about who plays really, really tough on me and, and the coaching staff. James Jones, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show, Sons of the Hornets, coming up at 5 o'clock. Let's talk about DeAndre Ayton. He has just wrapped up his best month of this season so far when you look at his numbers. Seems to me he's a guy who really stands to benefit from this new alignment and Kevin Durant and things like that. How how many opportunities do you think this creates for him in terms of open looks and what he can do offensively for you? I hope a lot. I mean, we've asked DeAndre to adapt uh, a lot this season. We've asked him to be a primary scorer, uh, to be a screener, anchor. Um, we just asked him to be extremely dynamic. And I think over the last month or so, he's figured out how to do all those things simultaneously. Um, I think adding Kevin uh, just creates more gravity on a perimeter for him to operate uh, in the paint and at the rim. So I know he's excited about it just because he gets a chance to, to compete, not just against a really great player, but with a great player. Um, and you, know, you add him with Chris and Devin and KD um, and the rest of our group, I think uh, it allows him to play at a different level. Now, we had Ish Wainwright on the show yesterday. Were you, did you know that you made Ish throw up when he found out that he, he got the the contract extended for the full season? I mean, if if, he'll, if he throws up and keeps making threes, I'm fine making throw up every day if that's what it takes. But, yeah. um, you know, it's just, you know, Ish is, Ish epitomizes what hard work and dedication and, and what work looks like. Um, he's a guy that, that came in uh, with nothing promised, and to this day he comes in every day, uh, one of the first guys in, one of the last guys out, and is always asking, what can I do for the team? And, you know, you have guys like that who may not get recognized externally, but internally you know those are the guys that 
what I call it, like the championship braids. You know, they keep the team together and they allow you to to stay connected. James, you've always been a guy. If you're available, you're going to play. That that's always been your motto. If the guy's available, he's then he's going to play. But this year's a little diff- bit different because you you know Katie's coming off of an injury and Chris has been injured and Book has been injured. You've had to deal with a bunch of injuries. So in these last twenty games, do you expect to manage that a little bit differently than maybe you guys have in the past? Do you foresee giving some of your your key players not only time off on the court but maybe just a day off, like a You've got three back-to-backs left in the remainder of the season. Is it is it likely that some of your key players aren't going to play all twenty games? I don't know. I mean, I, I would probably say we we manage it. Um, the the thought around players playing if they can play doesn't change for us. Um, you know, you can you can look at it a bunch of different ways. If a guy's in danger, we won't play them. But you know, we can't prevent. Uh, anything all we can do is just try to manage where they are and so if it's a case of us still competing for something um you know we're we're locked in the battle i think there's three games that separate four through 12 or 13 um i'm not going to sit here 18 games or 20 games out and say what we'll do um i think the schedule will dictate it because at the end of the day you still want to be a top seed you still want to host a home game uh, and if you can, you try to avoid the play in. So we'll let we'll let the schedule dictate what we do. But um, you know, if we're going twenty and zero, uh, that's fine. You've always been big on trying to get the best seed that you can. You've been telling us this for many, many weeks, that that's still a priority. Even when we say the most important thing is health, you still want to make sure that the Suns are in the best seed possible. Will there be a heavy emphasis on the Sacramento games? They're the team you're chasing for the three spot, and you've got two games remaining against the Sacramento Kings. No, I mean, I'm not saying that you put more emphasis on one game or the other and that you try to chase it at all costs. All I'm saying is that you can never put yourself in a position where you say games don't matter. Um, it's easy to, to slip into that mindset where you're like, well, as long as we're healthy and we get there, um, but then you find in years like this where things are really, really close, you think you can get there, and you slip and end up being one game out. So it's a balance, a delicate balance that we strike, um, but we're not in a position – to, to think about anything outside of the games that are in front of us because we are locked in the battle, a very difficult battle in the Western Conference. James, as always, we appreciate the time. Best of luck tonight. We're all going to be watching. We're all going to be listening. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks, guys.